have seen enough of the New Hampshire primary coverage. <laughs> you would think that it was something that actually really mattered. I mean, yes. in the grand scheme of things, right? the Iowa caucus, New Hampshire, they, I guess those things had a lot of meaning before there was 24 seven media coverage of everything, mm. you know? Yeah. It, yeah. It's like, we have special shows to, well, Mark and I do a show about the presidential election. If you right. want to know, you can come here and boom, you've got it. We don't talk much about the Democrats because, well, they have Biden and that's it. We talk mm, about the Republicans much. because they're having to come up with a part, you know, a candidate. But in reality, Mark, back in the day, those things meant something. Having that first caucus, that first primary, you know, right. these mean something for people to catch up on looking. Because I remember when it was such a big deal that you know, the candidates that were trying to make an impact had to choose. Do we spend our money in Iowa or go to New Hampshire? What, what do we do? And I'm going to tell you, if your campaign has to make a decision like that, you ain't got a campaign. You know, it's yeah. over already. <laughs> go ahead and get back under the rock. if you. Th because I remember when, uh, um, oh, pretentious actor, uh, Tom, uh, the guy that played uh, Bill, uh, Billy Jack. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Laughlin. Lough Tom Laughlin. Yeah. I, the guy started actually believing he was, I got to do it. Watch the trial of Billy Jack and you'll understand what I mean by pretentious. Okay. It's like, <laughs> Holy moly, dude, really? You had the biggest end you bought your film back from Warner brothers because you didn't like the way they were going to, you know, distribute it. And you won big. Okay. You won million. Yeah. One big, but the acting ain't all that great. You know, it's yeah. just, <laughs> the biggest thing that you got was Billy Jack standing there. I'm going to put, foot on that side of your i'm gonna whop you on that side of your face and there's not a <laughs> thing you can do about it and he does <laughs> that's why we all like that but he, he i remember him going to having saying this i don't know whether to spend my money and time in uh, iowa or new hampshire but we're gonna do i'm going to new hampshire and wow and he's passionate and all that and i i have no problem with somebody who's passionate about their world of politics but i remember looking at it and thinking well first of all tom Drop a hundred pounds so we can at least imagine you being Billy Jack again, you know, and then I'll vote. I'll vote. You know what? I'd register as a Democrat just so I could vote. So I voted for Billy Jack for president. You know, I would. I, Yikes. But that's what I always think about with these Iowa, the Iowa caucus, the New Hampshire primary, uh, mainly yeah. because a couple of years ago, was it 2012, that election cycle where Michelle Bachman was in it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it was. Might have been 26. Actually, no, it's probably 2016, I think. Uh, yeah, it was 2016. And she did a surprise showing in Iowa and went into New Hampshire really excited. And it was like, 
poof. You know, it, it, the media built her up, and then it's like, no, yeah. it's it's Trump. You know, it's not gonna right, be yeah. you. It's not gonna be anybody. <laughs> the rest of you have a great day, but yeah, it's not gonna be you. I think it's happening with Nikki Haley right now. Mm-hmm. There, there's all this fuss, all this you know fluff about Nikki Haley, yeah. and I think she, she, she's I, people. I, the people who are really paying attention mm-hmm. are starting to look at Nikki Haley and say, "Wait a minute, she's just like another George Bush, right?" You know, and we do, and you know what? We don't There's, need that again. <laughs> it, it's like the thing is, is but what people? I th- you're right. We don't need that again because that's the ugh. yes. <laughs> but when we're in the middle of it, they did a good job marketing W. You know, they really did. Oh and yeah. I say they because I'm not exactly sure who it was, but the, the at least we didn't have this wretched, just horrible, god awful. Impeach four to five, you know, impeach oh, God, four to yeah. seven. It's just yeah. going to be the same rigmarole. At least when he was president, they said horrible things and did horrible things, but at least they didn't. It, it was, and I wasn't even civil then, but at yeah. least we got stuff done. I, I just, I really am fearful that the Democrats have become so emboldened uh, by their uh, attack philosophy, Mark, that it no longer matters. You know, the, the people don't actually look at it and go, Hey, you guys are, Again, look at the candidacy uh, when uh, Shamu, New Jersey, um, Chris Christie. Thank you. <laughs> Chris Christie chose as his plan of attack to win the Republican nomination, following Donald Trump around, challenging him to a, a debate. That was right. what Chris Christie built his entire campaign on. Yeah. And yeah. if you're the Democrats, you can choose that type of thing, but you can't do it within your own party. You know, you mm-hmm. have to actually have something to say. I don't right. think Nikki Haley is a bad candidate i think that i feel like like tim scott uh tim scott sold the moment last night in new hampshire mm. because donald trump you know he wins and and he it, tim scott's on stage tim scott the senator from uh, south carolina has endorsed trump and mm. and donald trump talked about how much support he has in south carolina i mean you know the to both senators the governor and he's got tim oh, scott yeah. there. All, like, all the republican officials right. that matter in south carolina endorsed him yeah. yeah, and and he was talking about and he, you know, and Nikki Haley in in her part, she actually um, appointed Tim Scott in 2012 to finish out the Senate term, uh, and for someone else, and uh, Donald Trump looked at him and said, "You must really hate Nikki Haley," you know, <laughs> and Tim Scott, and Tim Scott, he 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 walks up to the microphone and Donald goes, "Uh oh," Tim Scott grabs it, he goes, "Nope, I just love you." Wow. It was like taking that moment. Tim Scott yeah. showed why I, I'm a Tim Scott fan. I think you guys know that. I like him. I like where he came from. I think where you come from is almost as important as where you're going to head. Because some people are raised in poverty and never get above it and use it as an excuse for failure and why they don't have anything and blame everybody else. While others, they chug ahead. It doesn't matter how many rocks and bricks and holes you throw in front of them. They're just going to build a bridge and get over it and keep on trucking. So it's, I've got the opportunity. That's Tim Scott to me. I like that. Same thing with the, uh, the doc, um, who's never going to win. He had his moment, but it's never going to happen again. He's mentioned as a VP candidate. Um, Right. Ben Carson. Thank you. Yeah. I like, you know, whenever you take an appointment to HUD or something like that, it's like, no, you go back into private practice. Don't do that. Government garbage. Come on. You know, talk about throwing a pacifier to somebody who ran a good campaign, you know, just, just retire. You know, you can just retire. Just 
No, you just retire with your dignity intact. Yes. <laughs> you know, do you really want to be known as the guy who ran HUD for four years? I thought HUD was a movie with Charlton Heston, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, the butt of an old Bill Cosby joke. Yeah. What was it? You, you see you see that foam around your mouth? Wipe oh. that foam from around your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, Mark. That's, anyway. So they did the New Hampshire primary, and, and bottom line is uh, there was no big surprise. The only surprise that seems to be getting people's attention now, and it is the uh, amount of a lead Donald Trump appears to have yeah, over everyone. It's huge. It's huge. It's the fact that it's, it is so sizable and... Anyone who would still keep going is keeping, keeping course like Nikki right. Haley. Oh, the fight is far from over. <laughs> Did you look at the numbers? <laughs> you know, Come on. I'm, re I'm reminded of another Bill Cosby thing. You got to wear red and march in a straight line. <laughs> okay. If you don't we think it's over. Behind the rocks and rocks trees and, trees and everywhere. And everywhere. <laughs> you people, <laughs> Nikki Haley, you and your campaign, you got to wear red and march in a straight line. <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> Classic old Bill Cosby before we found out what a scumbag he was. That oh, um, is very sad. Great comic talent. But uh, but Haley has said the race is far from over. Right? This is the second loss in a row to Trump. She And she said New Hampshire is the first in the nation. It's not the last in the nation. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. Uh, that's what she told the crowd. Of supporters at her election watch party in Concord, New Hampshire, after the decision desk at Fox News called the race for Trump. Um, she adds at one point at this in his campaign, there were, remember this now, there were 14 of us running <laughs> and we were at 2% in the polls. Well, I'm a fighter and I'm scrappy. And now we're the last one standing next to Donald Trump. I, I don't know what her, I don't have the figures in front of me here, what exact percentages were. <laughs> He's got so much of a lead on her. <laughs> the 2% or whatever percentage she's got now, she's still way, way, way in the weeds. She's, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> well, there were a handful of things that, uh, that uh, come out of this. Fox News has a great article. We'll link it in show notes today so you can read all of it. Um, Trump has declared the Republican Party is very united around his candidacy. He said, I'm very honored by the result. He's looking forward to, uh, to going against the worst president in the history of our country in the general election. Um, they, they asked him if he felt like Haley should suspend her campaign. He said, I don't know. She should. She should because otherwise we have to keep wasting money instead of spending it on Biden. She doesn't <laughs> drop out. We have to waste money instead of spending it on Biden, which is our focus. And. <laughs> I have to say, he's right about that. He's absolutely, yeah. we've been saying that for ages. Yeah. Why are you, why are you targeting this guy when you should all be saying, yeah. I can do a much better job than Joe Biden? And here's right. why, you know? And even if you're going to campaign for president, you have to give me a reason to vote for you, not to not vote for the other guy. And, yeah. and I'm really getting tired of that. Don't vote for him because I don't like him, you know? Again, why do you want to, what is your goal? Why do you want to yeah. be president? Why would yeah. anybody want the 24 hour thankless job that is the white house seat? I'm serious. You better tell me, you better have a good answer for Donald Trump. I said it during his first four years for every politician they are a lifelong politician. 
they have certain goals in their life, things they can achieve. And the presidency is the political, you know, watermark. If you've done a good job kind of thing or whatever. Yet for Donald Trump, that's not the case for every other guy there. For every person who's ever been president on their tombstone, Dave Mack, 58th president, whatever, you know? Mm, Um, But for Trump, it will be a number of things. And he was also president, you know, was and then they tried to throw to throw him in jail. They tried to make him. They tried to do everything they could to prevent him from running again, and he did. They stole mm-hmm. the election. I mean, there's so many other things they could put on his tombstone that right. are not about the presidency. And he's and he's had probably for a guy who served four years, has had more written about his presidency or his campaigning than anybody. It's mm-hmm. amazing. He yeah. is this lightning rod. I would think if the Democrats really wanted to play it smart, instead of they, and maybe they did, Mark. I just thought about this. You know, maybe they they rolled Biden out in 2020 thinking there's no chance we're going to win. But, <laughs> you know, we've rigged the machines and everything else. Let's, you know, let's see how far we can take it. Yeah. And they realized they could fake, take it all the way. And they did. They stole the election. Mm-hmm. And now they're stuck with him. I mean, what do you do? You Papa won't go to bed. You know, yeah. Papa, if he leaves the White House, the guy's going to be indicted for child molestation, you know? <laughs> if he touched my grandchild the way he does, yeah, yeah. oh, good grief. So, again, uh, I still I, haven't I, seen anything from any of these candidates I, I making me want to vote for him. I can't buy that angle because of everything I've said before. I just think they they knew how dirty he was, and they knew they could hold it all oh, yeah, against no, him. I know. I know. You, know, you know what I mean? So, but, uh, but speaking of Joe Biden... He won his party's primary. We're not nobody, nobody's really talking about the fact that oh yeah, there were Democrats running in this primary you know, too. You know? I'm glad you said that because Mark, um, the last time we had uh, a president, a sitting president, Democrat run, you know, having to campaign for a second term against people, you know, within his own party was when Jimmy Carter ran for a second term and lost it. Hmm. He actually had a, uh, a, he had a, not a real big battle, but it was a legitimate battle for the, uh, and it was uh, uh, Teddy Kennedy. The last time the sitting president of the United States had to battle somebody from his own party was in 1979-80 with Ted Kennedy running 10 years after Jeff Quiddick. And wow. they do that. The reason they actually do that, where we've got a guy in office and we're going to run somebody else from the party when the party's involved, it's because the sitting president, all the attention goes to the other person. You know, like right now, a lot of the attention is focused on Trump and the Republican Party getting its nominee. And so all that press goes to one side. And the Democrat in this case, Biden, he's not out campaigning like they are because he doesn't have to. He doesn't have right. other people yeah. running. That's why they sometimes well, float somebody well, out there to run. There are other people running. There's Dean Phillips and Marianne Williamson. They're still in the race, but you never, really? ever, ever hear. Yeah, see what you said? I really? You I didn't never, know Marianne Williamson hear. was still in it. Yeah. So, uh, and, and Biden won last night, despite the fact that it, the, his campaign never filed for him to be a candidate in the state over the last year. <laughs> and he won with a massive writing campaign. Huge. Wow. Now, when I saw that he had he had gotten a, a victory just off of write-in votes, my first thought was, <laughs> business as usual for Joe Biden, you know? Yeah, really? Wow. <laughs> you know? Um, this vote also uh, appears to show that Phillips, who vowed to remain in the race a distant second, ahead of uh, Marianne Williamson, another, uh, I don't know, 
Biden critic. I think the exclusion of Biden from the ballot stemmed from the dispute between New Hampshire and the Democratic National Committee over whether the state's primary would be held before South Carolina's a much more diverse state than the president won in a landslide in 2020. They they had this disagreement about whether, you know, when the date of the thing was going to be said, well, if you're not going to comply with this, then you're not on the ballot. And he won anyway with a writing wow. campaign. New Hampshire wow. refused to go along with the proposed DNC changes. Biden subsequently decided not to file to place his name on the ballot. No delegates were al- allocated Tuesday as the primary was unsanctioned, but the DNC is expected to review the matter down the line. Of course they <laughs> will. The appropriate wow. people will be shot. So, <laughs> <laughs> and as we said a while ago, more big name Republicans have turned on Haley and, uh, Call, they're calling for her to drop out of the race. Uh, more big-name Republicans called on her, uh, including Republican National Committee Chairwoman Rona McDaniel, who said, looking at the math and the path going forward, I don't see it for Nikki Haley. I think she's a run, run a great campaign, but I do think there's a message that's coming out from the voters, which is very clear. We need to unite around our eventual nominee, which is going to be Donald Trump, and we need to make sure we beat Joe Biden. It's 10 minutes, 10 months away until the November election. And we can't wait any longer to put our foot on the gas to beat the worst president, to beat a president that's kept our borders open, allowed fentanyl to pour through, allowed inflation to go rampant. He's hurting the American people and we need to do everything we can to unite so that we can defeat him. She's not wrong about that. She's been wrong about a lot of things, but she's not wrong about that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and this is what we've been saying. It's yeah. you need to stand behind the guy who's obviously going to win. We've been saying it for a while that it, whether you like the guy or not, you're not voting for the guy because you like him or not. You're voting for the guy because whether he can do the job or not, and he can do the job. I heard somebody uh, talking about, who is it? It was Greg Gutfeld. Uh, he was talking about, uh, about choosing, choosing a lawyer or choosing a manager. It's just not somebody you want to spend a lot of time with because they drive you crazy, <laughs> but that means they're also going to drive those other people crazy for you. So <laughs> you pick the guy that's driving you nuts. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. He may be right. <laughs> <laughs> I get so frustrated the whole process, Mark. I think that's my problem. I, yeah, it's yeah. Because the, um, because of what happened in, 2012, 2016, and 2020. I I just lost my cookies over the whole thing, and I, mm. I I want it to matter, you know. I really want, but I'm 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 put it this way. I hope the American people will see that in 2024, unless something crazy happens between now and the election, let's just assume nothing bad, you know, comes out of the woodwork. But you have. Donald Trump versus Joe Biden in November in a head-to-head competition. If Trump doesn't win by a landslide, the people of the United States of America had better take a close look at everything that's gone on because it's going to have to be reversed because Mm. he should, it was a landslide in 2020. It was a landslide in 2016. He barely Mm. won in 2016 and they keep, you know, Hillary won the popular vote. No, she didn't. You guys just cheated and got, you know, We've got well, to pay it. 2012, Mark, that was when I knew it was over. And 2016 gave me hope again. Hmm. But well, I, now I'm that whole I argument about the popular vote. Every time I hear it come up, I, I want to say, 
wow, you all you've done is just mm-hmm. demonstrate your ignorance to the right. world because oh. there is no popular vote. No, what there I is mean, not one. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. But that's what they kept saying: more people voted yeah. for her than it did for him. That's not how it works. Well, we tried explaining it's not. We are a representative yeah. republic, not a democracy. A democracy right. is fifty-one forty-nine mob rule, which means right. you get the zeitgeist of the moment. You could run a dog for president, and they will mm-hmm. win. That's, That's right. why we have the Electoral College. It's why we are a representative of a republic. And that's why Mark says there is no popular vote. Mm-hmm. There is, and there always has been. It's funny uh, that the um, at first, those numbers were not released. I don't know if you guys know that. And the reason they did not release those numbers, the actual vote total numbers, was because ignorant people would think that the wrong person was in the office. And our, yeah. our founding fathers knew this. So they yeah. didn't release those numbers. The state didn't do it. They just want, didn't want to, they didn't want to confuse the issue because these people actually were looking at I'm sure I'm sure they were not pure as the driven snow. Most of them were probably borderline criminals, but they had come from other areas where they saw people who were not born into money, blue buds. They saw them getting hosed and no opportunity to advance and when they came here they built this so that you could. And that's the yeah. one thing about our great nation that you still can, no matter no matter the color of your skin, no matter where you're from, no matter if you can't even pronounce the state that you live in properly, you can still be the governor. Ask Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, and California. I'm like I do not. I I was not born in cauliflower. I didn't. I've never lived in cauliflower. Cali, California. What? Yeah. Uh, but that's still the greatness of this nation that one can yeah. can rise to such level and. Our founding fathers built it that way. And then the Electoral College is what does that. If you don't yeah. have this representative republic, the campaigns of every candidate would only happen in urban centers around the country. And there'd be about 15 or 20 of them, I think, is what I saw last time I looked. Yeah. And you, if you win the vote there, you win it. Nation, you know, you would win the election. Um, yeah. It's the same. The same trick can be played with the county by county. When uh, I've looked at those, because I always get really frustrated when looking at who won county by county is not that dissimilar from taking the popular vote, so to speak, because mm-hmm. it's, it's just a, a bigger version of it. But, uh, because the Re- Republicans have won that big consistently yeah. for a long time, but you still yeah. have to, you still have these other areas and the representative Republic allows for there not to be an unbalanced delivery of votes. You know, the people mm-hmm. in Atlanta or New York city have just as much, pull as you and I have because of the yeah. electoral college in many ways. Yeah. You mentioned the county by county and now and then you'll see that map pop up where somebody will post it. This is how it all spelled out on mm-hmm. a county by county basis. And they'll, they'll look using the red, red and blue or, you know, red Republican, blue Democrat. You see, you see most, the vast majority of the map is red and you see mm-hmm. these little blue areas and they're all around the heavy population, New York, LA, you know, you see those areas that's where the Democrats are very strong. Pretty much all of the rest of the country, with the right. exception of a few tiny little dots, it's all red, right. right? It's it's a very interesting thing to see, but that's the reason we have the system that we have in place. As you said, it's, it's mob rule, or as I've heard described, it's two wolves and a sheep voting on what's for lunch, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this can't let the wolves win.
Northern Tool and Equipment, home of the Demo Day Power Sale. Yeah, my wife just called me in for dinner, and she used that voice. You know the one? Yes, I do. But I'm right in the middle of something really important. What's that? Doing stuff. Ah, doing stuff, like Edison inventing the light bulb, that yeah, sort of thing? Yeah, I was blowing holes in a board with my pressure washer. But to your wife, the phrase doing stuff means goofing off. How could I be goofing off? I'm in my garage. Okay, okay. Grab a clutch-extended air cutter. I don't have one. Duh. Well, then I guess you should just go set the table. The Demo Day Power Sale at Northern Tool and Equipment, where everything you need to do stuff is 10 to 75% off. The uh, Mark and Mac Show podcast. Foxnews.com has a, uh, a headline. It's got a picture of Joe Biden looking dazed and confused, staring off into nothingness. What else is new? I'm wait a minute. I can see the little bubble above his head, and something is showing up. Oh, it's nothing. A question mark. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Biden blasted over joke, quote unquote, about who the real governor of Virginia is. I don't oh. know what he said, and to be honest with you, um, uh, they call it a conservative blast Biden as an election denier after he calls McAuliffe the real governor of Virginia. Uh, interesting, you know, Terry McAuliffe was such a huge liberal pinko commie. And um, anyway, yeah, of course, you know, the election denier thing, uh, they've they've gone with that on Trump, you know, and accused Trump of uh, oh. uh, uh, many things. But every, I, I keep, every election, every major election for as far back as you can remember, the Democrats have been denying the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. So but when a, they, when a Republican does it, he's evil. And that's the thing we got to keep pointing out. I, I hate doing it I, because I feel like uh, every time we do, I feel like it's just a broken record. But you know what, Mark? The whole key to this is we have to say it. Those of you listening have to say it. We have to take it to the street. We have to tell friends about this. We yeah. we have to actually become active in what we're doing. And it, look, either you have the stones for it or you don't. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I'll be honest, Mark. I told you after the after 2020, I just, golly gee whiz, beef. You know, I've just seen so many things in the last 12 years that have got me so frustrated. And I, I, I'm, you know where it's so funny because I used to think in very big, broad terms and it's like, I've narrow casted it. You know, I'm more concerned about now and I, I don't know if it's an age thing or whatever, but it's like wanting to have some control over my environment and the people I live the community I live in. I'm concerned mm. that there's no homeless shelter in Anniston, Alabama. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I find myself thinking about that. A lot yeah. more than I do about the election because yeah. of the rigging. And and the thing is, I know local elections are rigged. And that's mm -hmm. my first thought when I was thinking about this the other day. That there's a guy that, you know, the people you avoid when you go into a store, the beggars. And there's certain ones that yeah. you see around a lot. And I've actually, the other night, it was so cold. I saw a guy and I'm like, I asked him, he's about my age. He may be a little younger, but where do you live? Where do you stay? You know, I asked him because it was going to be really cold and I know there's no homeless shelter in Anderson. I'm like, where do you go? And he said, well, I find a friend that'll let me sleep in there. You know, I'm like, I know it's by his choice. His lifestyle yeah, choices yeah. have led him to this. I'm not saying that the world needs to build him a house. I'm not saying that at all, no. but there is no place for him to go in, in where I live. And I, and I, I find that much more impactful in my life that I need to do something about that. And my first thought, Mark, was, okay, to get that done, I know there's a building in Anniston that can be used for this. I don't actually live in Anniston, though. I live in the county. Right. 
Yeah. But, so I would need somebody that lives in Aniston. They can go to whatever board controls this building, find out how much it costs to pay insurance on it to get this thing up. And I'm like, okay, what? who is the politician, the local politician who can vote for this and can make, mm. I actually started thinking about that. And I was like, wait a minute. That's why these elections are rigged because we've had a number of elections at the local level all across our country that have had these last minute um, absentee ballots show up mm -hmm. by the bucket full, you know, and, and I, suddenly left is or in your county running things. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's happening just, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that was my, my first thought was I, I started thinking in different terms of locally helping my fellow man. And immediately I go right down that same path of, well, which rich idiots, butt do I have to kiss or <laughs> how do I get, you know, and I'm not about to run for office because I'm not going right. to be a, cr I think when you sign up for that, you're saying I am a criminal too, you know? Mm. I think it's interesting that there aren't any, um, you would think that churches would step up, step up and operate something like that. Oh. Because you know, remember the Jimmy Hale mission in Birmingham, yeah. you know, yeah. that's, that's a Christian organization. They're there for the, per the sole yes. purpose of helping the people who are on the streets. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. That's why they're there. And I, I just, I, I know that there is, uh, there is a rehab, uh, type facility, right. Oh, yeah. That kind of mm -hmm. operates in that area. Yeah. Several, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. I would think, that some of them would take that upon themselves to say, Hey, let's reach out to, the, to these people. Cause a lot of those people in rehab came from the streets anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. A lot, not all a, a lot. lot. Yeah. You no, know, a lot, thankfully. And yeah. cause they got no other place to go. And you know, yeah. look, you know, when you talk about somebody who's hit rock bottom, rock bottom is you have your drugs, but no place to do them. You yeah. know, that's, that's yeah. your bottom. And that's why a lot of people do come, but you would think, you would think there would be help, but you know, a, I remember, uh, you remember a buddy at, uh, what used to be called the, the uh, city of hope in Birmingham yes. later became the yeah. foundry Bill Hines. Yeah. Everyone is still the city of hope and they were growing, learning. And, um, it was Christmas time and they had a, a, a roof problem, had a leak, big, big problem mm -hmm. and needed money to get it fixed and didn't have it, you know? And yeah. And I said, well, can't, you know, you and I, because we've been plugged in with a lot of different organizations. I said, Bill, can't you call, you know, isn't there a church that would help? I mean, surely we've got churches that have money for that, you know, that can give you the money to fix this. Oh. And he said, no, you know, and oh. I said, well, I, I told him, I said, you know, Bill, I, I understand what you're saying, but in my head, I'm like, I'm calling there's, I'll find mm. help. And I called three of the biggest ones I knew that I knew had the money. Yeah. And they said, well, David will have to go through our, uh, what did they call yeah. that? Something committee, you know? Right. And I was like, well, they need the money now. You know, they, yeah. they got water pouring in on the mm -hmm. guys who sleep in that room. Yeah. And now, this I is thought, not some guy who's scamming the system, lives in his car and goes to all right. the churches to get money every day. Right. You know, this is, this is an organization that's helping people and they need our help. Yep. Yeah. And that's what, that's and, one thing that kills me is the, the huge churches, literally millions of dollars in the bank. And they want to put things through this process. It's going to take weeks to get approved when they should just say, yeah, their hearts should just say, yes, mm -hmm. we'll do that. Yeah. We'll help. But no, no, it's and, sickening, you know, and very quickly, not bashing organized religion or anything else, because there are, every time you say something, or we, I say you, the plural, you, every time somebody says something like this, somebody will come back with an example of their church doing something. And I understand that 
there are most churches actually do help. They, I say most, not all, but most do. Yeah. Oh, they do. It's yeah. just, it's just that there has to be some, and, and there isn't, there's no help. I, and thing right. is I learned it firsthand and that made me a little cynical, you know, but I, I guess more than anything else, I'm looking at our entire world of how we can make a difference. And each time we're stopped by somebody who got elected to office to represent the people. And then they do nothing for the people they're supposed to represent, but they feather their own nest. And we're yeah. filled with that. It's not like we yeah. have, you know, it's not like there's 10 politicians in our life. There's a lot more than that. I mean, you, when you think about your representative, you know, at the state level, your representative at the national level, the yeah. president, vice president, governor, all these elected positions, the, the, from the city, the county, the state, the, <laughs> holy free holies. There's yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people that need your vote. And I've, and each one of them vows to be your representative. I'm going to represent mm -hmm. you. I care about you, the little people, the guys whose shoulder I stand upon. I just, I love you. And I'm, I'm a common person. I'm going to help you. Right. And the, no, you're not. You can't. There's nothing you can do because you'll have to get 10 other people rowing the same way. And you can't because they've all promised other people they won't do it. Impeach 45. <laughs> That's oh, exactly God. what I was thinking. Actually, I actually had my finger hovering over the button. Impeach 45. Yeah, it's all you get. <laughs> yeah. So what do we do? I mean, what do we really do? the only chance you have is finding a motivating individual who actually can elicit change, make things happen because he or she can you lead by example. And yeah. I mean, Donald Trump in Florida, I'll never, the Mar-a-Lago mess over the daggone uh, Jews not being allowed at the country club. Mm. <laughs> but you don't, what do you mean? You, I can play with my friends. Can't you, yeah. They, well, they can be your guests, but they can't be members. What? Wait, wait a minute. It's, <laughs> yeah. Am I hearing you right? That, that my, my attorney, Mr. Hazelstein, he can't be, uh, he can't be my a member. Son in, my son-in-law can't come here yeah. and be a member. Uh, so, okay. I'll tell you what, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm taking my millions and I'm out of here unless this changes now. Now, wow. not, yeah. not through a committee meeting a month from now. Uh, I mean, now I'm actually, you know what? I'm going to make the phone call to have everybody at Mar-a-Lago start packing up, stop the construction end all the contracts and all the money I'm pouring into this area. And we're going to go ahead and, and find a place that's a little more welcoming. Uh, uh, did you fix it yet? Oh, okay, good. Then I'll stay. That's how he did it. <laughs> There's just one place to go for all your spatula needs. Spatula City. Spatula City. A giant warehouse of spatulas for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And because we eliminate the middleman, we can sell all our spatulas factory direct to you. Where do you go when you want to buy name brand spatulas at a fraction of retail cost? Spatula City. Spatula City. And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine spatulas, get the tenth one for just one penny. Don't forget, they make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a spatula? Spatula City! Spatula City! Hello, this is Cy Greenbloom, president of Spatula City. I like their spatulas so much, 
about the company. Spatula City, seven locations. We're in the yellow pages under spatulas. Spatula City, we sell spatulas. And that's all. An anti-Semitism exposed article on Fox News says American University hit with federal complaint over persistent anti-Semitism. You know, that could apply to just about any of the elite colleges in America today. All you had to do is look at their presidents testifying on Capitol Hill two weeks ago. Yeah. Three weeks ago. Very true. Hey, um, have you noticed, Mark, on some of the websites, I'll use Fox News as an example. You and I have talked about the different sites we've used. You know, the news aggregating site Drudge that was bought and we didn't know it kind of thing. Or I didn't know it. I think I asked you, hey, man, what's wrong with Drudge? You know, oh, they sold. (laughs) What? Matt Drudge sold and then he didn't tell anybody? Okay. Yeah. Well. That is the kind of the Republican thing to do. You know, you, you preach one thing your whole life and then at the end you take the money and run, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, That's what they can t- be. Wow. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, it's kind of disingenuous, I thought. But um, anyway, <laughs> going to foxnews.com. Now, if you click on a story on there, half of them or more, if you want to mm-hmm. read about it, you have to register with them and give them your email or something. <laughs> I haven't done gonna, it yet. They're going to pummel your email box several yeah. times a day with updates about their stories. Yeah. Right. And it's like, I can't do that. So I, I've thought about creating a different email just for that. But you know what? I'm too lazy for that, Mark. Yeah. It's like, because then I, I have a whole another group of stuff to remember. I already spend, it's somewhere between half an hour and 45 minutes a day cleaning crap out of my inbox. You know, just doing that. Click, 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 delete, click, 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 yeah. delete. I don't even open it. Right. Yeah. Like I just, I don't because I know what it is. Like I, I, I get New York times updates. I don't oh. care. I just yeah. don't care. And the, and the reason is because I said, sure, I'll put my email and address in here so I can read this one article yeah. <laughs> every day, several times a day, I get updates from the New York times. And all I have to do is read the headlines in the way the headlines are crafted. And I can go, well, that's a lie. That's right. a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but I spend, I spend that much time already emptying the junk out of my inbox that I'll never read. I just don't need more of it. Fox news. Just, Thought I'd let you know. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, well, if I want to know what you want me to see, right. I will go to your website and look. Yep. <sighs> it just, but now, like I said, you have to register for stuff to see it. And I don't do yeah. it. I just find, no. I'll just, you know what? I've been really lazy about finding another website for my news. And yeah. so this just, this just pushes me to do it. Like there's, they're run, they have articles like this, you know, um, MSNBC refuses to comment on former anchors startling allegations that's a great headline <laughs> it really is that's a great yeah. headline because mm-hmm. well i mean but then again startling allegations about nbc <laughs> come on i mean <laughs> <laughs> is anybody surprised about anything that somebody on msnbc says that's, i'm thinking wait a minute where's where is matt lauer these days you know <laughs> like, then you got oh uh, trump gosh. the trump prosecutor in relationship with DA blasted for in- inadequate drug and alcohol information. Mm. Now, yeah, that whole situation. The, Yikes. Yeah. What, what do you think, Mark? Do you think that's going to backfire on Fanny? Oh yeah. Fanny, Fanny's going to, she's already, as I said yesterday, the chickens are coming home to roost mm-hmm. for her, you know, cause she's, yeah. she, it's clear she's had the affair. Uh, I was watching uh, Megan Kelly the other day and she was talking about, that there is an attorney that she knows who saw the uh, the divorce proceedings, the records for the deport, divorce proceedings before they were sealed. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, yeah, he was having an affair with her. 
and he was she was paying him and and he was taking the money that she was paying him and buying them trips to places they were going on cruises <laughs> going on trips things like that so they're they're shacking up in hotels around the world and all these exotic locations and on cruise ships and stuff like that off of the money that she is funneling to him and on top of that he's never been a prosecutor before he's just sort of a in the legal world he's kind of a gp right, right. he's not a prosecutor Wow. He's never done it. And now he's the special prosecutor on his case. Well, he's wow. apparently special at something, but it's not, it's not prosecution. Wow. <laughs> yep. So your mother said you needed to marry somebody with a special purpose. I have one. <laughs> I just, you know, it boggles the mind how they get away with things because the media doesn't cover it. And when mm -hmm. the media does cover it, they get labeled and attacked yep. and, yep. uh, you know, Mark, there was something funny the other day, and uh, it was Ed O'Neill. You know, he played uh, the father on Married with Children, and, yeah, and then yeah. he played an older version of that on uh, Modern Family. Yeah. Um, Ed O'Neill. I don't know his political stance. Don't care. Just saying. Don't care. But he strikes me as a guy, you know, he's, he's one of these, these blue-collar guys. And yeah. um, anyway, he, uh, um, he was talking about when Amanda Burse, uh, she, the lesbian, you know, who I, she was on, she played Marcy on married with children, the couple that lived next door. And, uh, Amanda Burse, uh, is a lesbian. And, um, at her wedding in, when she married her wife in 2010, by the way, I think she lives in Alabama. Anyway, Amanda Burse, uh, when she was marrying her wife in 2010, she didn't invite Ed O'Neill, um, or the guy that played Bud, David, whatever his name is. And, and he, it hurt his feelings, you know, it, and he's, and he didn't make a big deal out of it, but it bothered him because he, even though they didn't get along and didn't see eye to eye on things, he, he respected her for, you know, he said that when she, uh, that when she was, uh, less masculine, you know, when she was kind of cute and young and she was, when he, he said when she was the girl in the relationship, she was really fun to be around, but over the years she got more and more masculine and became the guy in the relationship. And then it was, ah, no. You know, he just said that anyway. Wow. Yeah. But he, he asked her finally, why wouldn't, why didn't you invite me? And she, and she said, I, I, she said, I, I couldn't, um, I couldn't imagine you not laughing and making fun, seeing two women in tuxedos walking down the aisle in a church, getting married. And he, in, in the interview, he looks at the guy and goes, yeah, I'd laugh. That's funny. <laughs> So maybe she was right not to invite me, you know, because <laughs> that is funny. It is funny. There you go. I had the mental image and I was over here yep. trying not to laugh. <laughs> I just remember being force fed that movie future shock when I was in eighth grade. And it, in the movie, it talked about the future world where we would all have personal computers and uh, gay people would marry, you know, and it had these mm. two dudes walking out of it, out of a church, you know, holding hands. They just got married. And I'm like, I remember watching that in eighth, ninth grade, whatever year it was and thinking, wow, that was kind of fantastical. That'll never happen. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And look, and at, look at us today. Yeah. That's not Jeez. a win, by the way. No, <laughs> at any it rate. is not. But no. you know what, Mark? Ultimately, you know, if you really want to know who has ruined marriage, it's not gay people. We did. Heterosexuals ruined what marriage is supposed to be. We did it by not following what God lined out for us. We're the ones that yeah. messed that up. So now yeah. that we've ruined the institution of marriage, I just, you know, if yeah. let them have part of it too. Why not? They can be just yeah. as mad at each other as we are. 
you know? we have been a lousy job of, of defining yeah. what love actually is. Oh. So you can you can define it you can define it as anything you want. Yeah. And wow. as a result, <laughs> you can now marry your goat. Yep. Really? <laughs> we never walked on the moon. Elvis ain't dead. You ain't going crazy. It's all in your head. 